Well, ladies and gentlemen, the wait is finally over. Podcast world, this is the debut of Lace From Up. Just two young fellas chatting it up about the sport of boxing. I'm Calvin, and my co-partner along with me on this journey is my boy Edwin. Say what's up, Edwin. What's going on, guys? Yep, yep. So like I said, you know, this is just about a podcast of two young fellas talking about the sport of boxing, a sport we truly love. So enough with all the talking, let's lace them up. We're going to go into our first segment and what we like to call opening bell. And we're going to start with the current events. So um, Edwin, I'm going to let you go ahead and take charge of the current events. Just let the world know what's going on. All right, cool. Absolutely. I would definitely like to see him uh, fight the bigger heavyweights out there. 
know, uh, maybe the Chris Ariolas, the Bermain Severns, and, uh, you know, Klitschko, but I know him and Klitschko are so, you know, I don't know how that would go down, but, uh, and the big, big topic from yesterday was Danny Garcia, man, Danny Garcia, <laughs> man, we talked about this, and, uh, wow, what a disappointing fight that was, man, especially me being Puerto Rican, I know what the fans expecting, and then a fight in Puerto Rico, man, that just, uh, that wasn't the Danny Garcia I'm used to seeing, man, unfortunately, so, yeah, um, it, all right that's cool that's cool man um great 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 current events like you said you know it was it was a lot of good fights out there past few months and um it's a lot more coming up and we all know may day is coming soon may 3rd is the return of floyd money mayweather and um that's going to be our next topic. You know, we're going to talk about the upcoming fights. Um, what do we expect from all these fights? And honestly, who we predict will be the winner. So, um, my first one we're going to talk about is pound for pound champion Floyd Mayweather versus Marcos Maidana, who's coming off a tremendous, tremendous victory over Adrian Broner. I know a lot of people, including Edwin, feels that Adrian Broner is not that deal um no, no. <laughs> i i know he's you don't like him the michael jordan that we thought no no he's not the, he's not the michael jordan that everybody thought he would be so um no. what i want to talk about with the floyd mayweather and marcos Maidana fight is um for one edwin do you truly feel that marcos Maidana was the right decision for floyd mayweather to choose over amir khan Phenomenal question, and uh, I've heard a lot of other people's perspective on this, but uh, I would have to say I, I honestly didn't want to see my Donna versus Mayweather. I really didn't, because I knew December 14th when Bronk versus my Donna was going down, I knew everyone had basically written off my Donna and said, oh, well, Bronk is going to you know, go in there because he's like the heir apparent to Mayweather. I honestly didn't feel that way. I felt like Bronk hasn't been exposed because he's not been in there with the top tier talent in the in the boxing. I mean, no matter who he's fought, he doesn't fought anyone that's a threat to him, and that, that's being uh, someone of champion status. So mm-hmm. him going against Maidana, he kind of just took Maidana thinking that it was going to be an easy fight, you know? Yeah. And uh, then be able to run circles and use his defense and make Maidana miss, and he didn't realize and didn't remember that Maidana is one of those guys that he doesn't care. No. He really doesn't care about anything. Uh, he just wants to go in there and destroy his opponent, and that's what he did, man. He went in there and beat the living crap out of Bronner each round. And uh, right. I give all the props in the world to Maidana for doing it, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's going to execute that kind of game plan against Mayweather. Mayweather is not anyone that you can compare any one fighter to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's, he's his own kind of boxer, you know, like, I don't like to compare any basketball players to Michael Jordan, and that's because Michael Jordan cannot be compared to anyone else, he's his own, he's his own cheer, you know, yeah, he is. He, he's he, on his own level, he, so. he and I, I, I agree with you on that, um, I, I truly thought, to be honest, and you know that, you know, I, I do somewhat like Adrian Broner, and it's not because... He's with Floyd Mayweather. It's not because they supposedly say he's the next Mayweather, but I just thought I saw potential in him. But I'm going to take you back to 
the Adrian Broner versus Pauli Malignaggi fight. I truly think that Pauli, I think Pauli, he should have squeaked it out, you know, but it was it the fact that boxing wanted to get Adrian Broner that belt because he was so-called claimed the next Floyd Mayweather. I mean, I truly, like I said, I truly think that Adrian Broner shouldn't have moved up to welterweight as quick, as soon as he did. Um, you, like I said, we're going to talk about Danny Garcia in the next segment, but here Danny Garcia's been at 140 for eight years, and now he's talking about moving up to 147 because he can't, you know, make weight. He has a trouble. So Adrian Broner should have went to 140 before he went to 147. He should have went to 'Cause he said that was the best that was the best choice to make. Um obviously Marcos McDonald's about to make obviously the biggest payday he's probably gonna ever have by getting the Mayweather yeah. by getting the Mayweather winning the Mayweather lottery. And right. I feel that like you said, you can't compare Mayweather to anything and I think what Floyd's gonna do, he's not saying it, but I'm pretty sure he's saying this is how you. This is how you fight Adrian. This is how you destroy a person like Marcos Maidana. Because, like you said earlier, you know Maidana comes forward. Floyd's gonna explode. He's gonna expose that like crazy. You know, counter punch after counter punch. And I, I, Floyd don't knock people out. I'm just gonna flat out say that he doesn't knock people out. He, he, I honestly like. You know how I feel about Mayweather, man. Like, yeah. you know, I don't anything away from him because at the end of the day he's 45 and 0 mm-hmm. and he's got 23 KOs against a bunch of basically either out of their prime superstars or you know a bunch of guys that were just some really good journeymen in boxing yeah. but in my opinion I, I feel like Floyd Mayweather is putting boxing in a bad position because the guy has control over the 154 and 147 ranks and you go out and you take Maidana yeah like you know, there's so much more out there. You know, if you want to talk about this whole golden boy and Bob Arum thing, if you want to destroy someone like Bob Arum, if you want to make Bob Arum look bad and you don't like Bob Arum, why not beat the hell out of all Bob Arum's fighters and not have him have the powerful stable that he has right now? Right. Why not take that 
Gallifrey, by not taking a fight with Bradley. Any of those people in Aaron Stable right now, Floyd Mayweather is proving to boxing that he, he's just taking the easy wins, man. You know, guys like Maidana, he's fought those guys time and time again. And what have we seen out of those fights, man? Right. Because he wins, you know? Mm-hmm. So we know he can tame those kind of lions. I want to see him go after the cheetahs in the ring. You know, those guys that are fast. Yeah. Oh. I like to see him get challenged a little bit. And even though Amir Khan didn't burn, so, you know, so to speak, he wasn't deserving enough or whatever, you know, if you look at the Danny Garcia fight and Amir Khan, Amir Khan was destroying Danny Garcia. And it took Danny Garcia throwing a left hook haymaker from out of nowhere with his eyes closed. I've seen that tape a million times. Mm-hmm. And you see him just pull him back as hard as he can just to catch Amir Khan. He's like, I need to get this guy off me because he's going to Okay, so um, with that being said, what, I I, uh, you know how I feel about Amir Khan. I uh, I don't I don't know why. I mean, the kid's good. I just don't understand. It's something about him, man, that makes me yeah. not like him. I don't know why, but it is what it is. And to be honest, I would I I would have liked to saw Mayweather and Amir Khan for the simple fact is that I'm a Mayweather fan. And I would have loved to see Mayweather probably kick his ass. I'm sorry, but yeah. but, but that's a speed fight. That's a that's a speed fight. Yeah. Maidana, who wins and how? I'll let you go first. I'm going with Mayweather, obviously. I mean, it, like I said, it's not because I'm a fan, but I'm going to go with Mayweather by unanimous decision, as as usual, for the simple fact is that I don't see Floyd knocking Maidana out, period. I mean, that guy's like a robot, like a machine. Like, he don't go, he don't go anywhere, you know? So I feel that he's going to wear Maidana down. From round one to round twelve, Maidana is gonna get some rounds. I'm not gonna lie, he's gonna get some rounds because that's just how he is. But when it's all said and done, I think Floyd's gonna, you know, run circles around him, wear him down, counter punch like crazy, and does what he always do: come out with a unanimous deci- decision 
Because I truly believe... Me, huh? Yeah, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question, though. Uh, do you think, uh, do you think Maidana is going to score more rounds on Floyd than Cotto? No. Mm, okay. Because, yeah, I mean, here's my thoughts on it. I think uh, Maidana's style as of late and the fact that, you know, he's been... The only thing I do give to Maidana that I, that I would not see about any of the other opponents Floyd's fought is that Maidana, on his resume... Fought a lot of those fast fighters, man. I mean, think about that. You know, he's fought some pretty fast dudes, man. So I think, you know, the fact that he's been in there with those guys, like Mikey guys, Garcia, he's been in there a bunch. He's fought with the kids, you know. And he got, he's, got, he's in there a lot. He's fought against Amir Khan and Al Bronner. I mean, he's had that experience against those, you know, fast, pound-punching dudes. So mm-hmm. um, I like what he's done against them, too, because, he, like you said, he can, uh, he... He basically takes their power and shows them that it doesn't hurt him, and then he moves forward. He just keeps coming at you. And the other thing I like about Maidana, if you, if you noticed in that Bronner fight, his punches were kind of like Pacquiao's, man. Like, yep. they were, he was throwing them just wild and from all angles, and I think that's what kind of hurt Bronner, yep. was they couldn't see some of these punches coming at him. Mm-hmm. Like he before, with other performance. So I think yeah. that may hurt Mayweather because... Uh, if you look back to the Coco fight and a couple other fights before that, um, even De La Hoya, when De La Hoya was throwing against Mayweather, he was connecting on some just out-of-the-box out punching, basically, you know, like yeah. uh, things that less technical, and Mayweather couldn't see it coming. So yeah. I I don't want to count my out of, uh, you know, I don't want to count him out say that he, he can't win, but I'm just going to say that Mayweather... Mm-hmm. You know, last two fights he said in the pocket. I don't think he's going to sit in the pocket in this fight, and I think he's just going to wear out Maidana and win by UD, so. Yeah, okay, that's good. Um, So we got Mayweather winning a fight against Maidana on May 3rd, which would be on Showtime pay-per-view. Um, what about my, those undercards, man? Come on. That That's, that's, it's going to be pretty, it's going to be a pretty good undercard, too. Um, I just. A lot of Right now, between Colazo and Khan, fight on the other card of that. He's on the um, Colazo and Khan. Yeah, that's the big rumor. They yeah. Say that Amir Khan has been training with a bunch of lefties Yeah. I've heard that too. Um, I really would love that fight. That fight. I mean, Khan's gonna be on the undercard regardless. He, he um, you know, Colazo just signed with Al Heyman. You know, Amir Khan, Amir Khan just signed with Al Heyman. You know, so they saying, I mean, I don't know if it's like straight signed up and legit already, but uh-huh. it, rumor is out there that Amir Khan has just signed with Al Heyman. So you know what that's all about. He's, oh, man. he's going to get good fights. Now. He's, get good <laughs> fights. he's, he's fighting on Mayweather's undercard. And what was Floyd's, what did Floyd say to him? You fight on my undercard, you beat whoever it is, I'll fight you. He, yep. who's. Who's who is Mayweather with? Al Heyman, you know. So that's that's right there. That it, um, this is Amir Khan's chance right here. I mean, don't count Colazo out. That little dude is a pit bull. Okay. No, he is a pit bull. Hey, we know this. We know this with my fellow Puerto Ricans, man. These dudes they rain. We it's our blood. Like that's just something we. I'm passionate about boxing. I never got the opportunity to do it. Um, you know, as a youngster, but I love the sport more than anything. Like, I will watch it over anything. I study it. I watch it, whatever. You know, I review yeah. it, analyze it, you name it. But 
Yeah. Kalava is no different, man. He's sitting there with some with some sluggers, man. Yep. Good fighters, and he's very defensive. I like his style, and he throws the right punches. Mind, mind you, he was an underdog against Victor Ortiz. Well, I don't know why. I I don't either, but he was an underdog underdog, excuse me, against Victor Ortiz, a person who nobody knows who who he is. I mean, you you got your shot at Floyd Mayweather. Okay? Obviously we all know how that happened. So Yeah, that's down great. People people said, okay, he lost to Floyd Mayweather, but this kid has still got potential. They still had him number three behind Pacquiao and Mayweather. Okay? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Because of his name. That's how big Turkey has ever been. And if you think about it, he's a quitter anyway. You know, he lost me when he was fighting on HBO and he quit. Against Maidana. Yeah, against Maidana. Maidana was beating him. You know, he was being knocked down Maidana. Maidana, Maidana to me, you know, he likes to get knocked down because that that gives him his adrenaline, in my opinion. But, you know. He gets hit, and he came back and beat the living crap out of Ortiz until he quit. So, I mean, mm-hmm. to me, if you're going to sit here and say that you should be up there with the best and you're not scared of anybody, why you quit against Maidana? Yeah, exactly. Um, I I don't know if this is set in stone. I do know, but I think it is on the undercard of Mayweather Maidana, is Ishe yeah. Smith and, and uh, Irzalandi Lara. Now, <laughs> yeah, 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 that, that's going to be a good one. That's, that's going to be a good one, another uh, Mayweather fighter from the money team going against Lara who who's been calling Canelo out like crazy don't know yeah. don't know why and I really don't know why um Canelo won't fight this kid I'm just I think he's scared I, I don't think Canelo wants to deal with those kind of finesse fighters like that I think you know Lara's more like a rigging style that Cuban style is very defensive yeah. Announced on this undercard of Mayweather and Maidana besides Smith and Lara and the possibility of Colazo and Khan? Was that is that it or? Bronner versus uh, Molina fight. Which one it is? I don't know. That's Bronner versus Bronner. Yeah. Bronner versus Molina. class is this? This is at 140. So, okay, junior light, junior middleweight. Again, like, you went from fighting oh, like that to going back down and not fighting anyone. If you want to make a stink or make a name for yourself, take on a bigger name in that division. 140 has a ton of great fighters. He could have went after uh, Provodnikov or whoever, you know, whoever, yep. whoever's got a belt right now he can try to get at, you know? Yeah. Yep. You know, well, like I say, you know, everyone tune in for the Mayweather Maidana fight, May 3rd, 
So it's, it was dubbed. It's dubbed the moment. So. Yeah. Let's talk about the other two picks that are coming up before May third. Uh, we got. Let's talk about uh, Pac and Bradley. What's going on with that? Yep, Pacquiao Bradley too. That's April. This is what I would call, hell, the revenge because we all know Pacquiao and Bradley won. I, I, I I'm. I don't even know what to say about that. I really don't. I don't know who. And mind you, mind you, this is that same judge who judged Maywell and Canelo a draw. She was the she was the she was the same one that screwed Pacquiao and Pacquiao Bradley won. That was horrible. boxing junkie and that right there almost made me want to go to watch UFC for like the first for the next three months that's how bad it was that's how bad that that scoring was that was complete trash and for for obviously I mean hey I don't know but hey for Bradley to think that he won that fight come on man you 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 just doing that for show that is show man that is show that is show what I, I don't understand. He better, he better just sit there and thank God he got a gift because that's what that was, gift. Yeah, exactly. And um, and so this is, to me, honestly, this is a make or break for Manny. Um, yeah. I, I'm just going to flat out say that. I, if if he doesn't beat Bradley fair and square, like, like you know, I, we both can say, okay, Bradley whooped him. If we If we can say that and if the world can say that, What's next for Manny Pacquiao? Does he retire or does he? It does he just? I don't know. I mean, t- I, I don't know, man. I think uh, Manny Manny is not gonna retire. I don't see Manny retiring, um, even with a loss. I mean, Manny's got fifty. What is he? Fifty-five and five right now. Yeah. So I mean, Kez has about seven or eight losses on his belt, and the dude is still getting big fights. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't see Pacquiao getting out of the game, especially with the issues he has taxes and, and other financial problems that he started uh, coming up with. That's a whole other subject. Uh, mm-hmm. His shape advisor, Michael Cobb, but uh, mm-hmm. I won't talk about that too much. But uh, yeah, I just don't see it. I think Pacquiao has to keep fighting. And I think he'll still get some of the bigger fights out there. Maybe not the Mayweather fights out there, but he'll, you know, he'll still get on HBO. Will losing, will will losing to Bradley, just kill Mayweather Pacquiao? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we all know that Mayweather, Mayweather. I mean, look, man, I'm, I'll put it out like this: Mayweather is the one that is making it difficult for this Pacquiao thing to go down. He's mm-hmm. been the one making it difficult from day one. Number two. Even when Manny was pound for pound number one, 
you know, that's why it should have happened. And who didn't want to do it? Mayweather. So, you know, for some reason, Mayweather can talk all he wants, but, you know, this is something everyone wants to see, man. Mm -hmm. If you're a boxing fan, if you're not a boxing fan, if you just like to watch a fight occasionally, whatever. Everyone wants to see this fight, dude. It needs to happen, man. Yeah. This is... You know, I never would have thought that Frazier and Ali would have never fought, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, as dangerous as Duran was back in the 80s, Sugar Ray said, let's go, you know, let's do this. So you have to have these fights. These, this is what boxing is all about, man. When the biggest names, the, the two most legendary dudes of the era, they have to go at it if they're in the same weight class. And I just don't understand how this fight hasn't been made, you know? hate aside or disagreements aside between Aram and Mayweather let's think about the financial aspect. I want to say yes bring this money in man like you your name is Money Mayweather bring that money home this is the most money he would eat even today if the fight was done it would still be the most highest generated I mean like it would be the biggest payday for Mayweather and not only that it would be the biggest payday for Pacquiao but it would seriously be the biggest payday for boxing just to have that fight. Yep. Biggest ever. So I don't know what the hell is holding it up. It needs to happen. But getting back to Bradley versus Pacquiao, you know, Bradley was outclassed all 12 of those rounds, in my opinion. I mean, did he do his little pitter-patter punching? Yeah, but, you know, this is professional boxing, man. So if you want to say he won by being busy and, you know, whatever, I, you know, you can say that all you want, but this is professional prize fighting, dude. So, you know, if you want to do that pitter-patter punch point thing, then take yourself to the Olympics and stay there and stay in the amateurs and do that because that's what the amateurs are all about. So, you know, when you get to the prize fighting aspect, I think you have to do a little more than just touch a guy's chest a couple times with your knuckles yeah. and count that as, oh, I won the fight. You know, a lot of guys get away with that, but I don't feel like Bradley's going to get away with that against Pacquiao. Pacquiao has a bad taste in his mouth. His breath has been stinking since he lost to this guy, you know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> and and I, I'm going to cut you off for a minute to just discuss that because um, if I can refresh your memory, I think they said Bradley won that fight 8-4. to four. That's horrible. How? So, how? 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 How, man? How? You know, how do you, how do you win that fight? I mean, seriously, and, and when you look at any channel of analysts, they always He broke him. Does um does does this end in a in a Pacquiao fashion knockout? Dude, Pacquiao. Everybody says that if Pacquiao was that bad, he would have knocked out Brandon Rios. Okay, 
Brand New Renals is like the army tank of boxing, okay? That guy can just take punches and take punches and take... He's, he's just a... He's a punching bag, man. That kid does not go down. If you, you've seen the wars he's been in with Alvarado, did he go down? Man. That, that... No. No. So I'm just saying, dude, so that's the caliber guy that Pacquiao went up against, and that guy didn't do shit to Pacquiao. Pacquiao went in there and destroyed him for 12 rounds. Like, Bradley is more of a boxer, and he's an athlete in the ring. But the way he was hit by Provodnikov, that hurt him. But This man said, <laughs> sorry to cut you off, sorry to cut you off, but this man said, he, he, he was, his speech was slurred, man, for months after that fight. Yeah. That's 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 insane, you know what I mean? And and call me crazy, but I think Pacquiao's knockout punch is better than better than uh oh, yeah. you know. Oh yeah. So Yeah, Pacquiao's got more power, dude. And I mean, look, look at it this way, man. Like Bradley had something to prove when he fought Provodnikov. That's why he gave us that epic war, you know, that battle with him and Provodnikov that went down because he had something to prove after the whole Pacquiao. He has to fight. He has to beat Manny. He has to stand in there and try to go toe to toe with this guy, and and, and they, he's gonna have to just be in the pocket with Pacquiao if he wants to actually get away with this fight. And that's not he a really good thing doesn't. to do either. And it's not a good thing to do for him because he can't handle that. And that's what Pacquiao is the greatest in the world when he's in the pocket. And yep. He's moving around like a like a I don't know like a chimpanzee. Orangutan, monkey thing, and trees. I don't know, man. I, that dude's style is so cool. But it's like, he, the way he moves in there, it's, it's real cobra and snake-like. And then he just uh, he throws these hard punches from different angles that people just ain't never seen before. So I just think Pacquiao is going to prove to the world that he really is the man. And, you know, I think Mayweather, the pressure is going to be on him if yeah. it, you know, it goes down. But now we got Aaron in that this whole fight is a title eliminator. I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, it was announced yesterday or the day before that... Uh, Marquez and Alvarado. Yeah, Marquez and Alvarado are going to be going at it. And, uh, you know, those two are going to fight for the title elimination bout between the winner of the Pacquiao and Bradley fight. And I just think that's horse shit. So part of my French. Um, that is me out. But, yeah, I think that is horrible that they're going to go ahead and make that fight happen if, you know, from the winner. So I, I don't want to see a Pacquiao. Marquez, Marquez I don't either. But but what uh, Mar Marquez said that um, he's done fighting Manny. He doesn't want to fight Manny anymore. He doesn't have anything to prove. Um, but I guess Aaron, I guess Aaron changed his mind. Yeah. Not. It, it, it's taking the fun out of it. It really so is. I, it, well, guys, 
no need to fight anymore, in my opinion. And I think three fights is enough. A trilogy, that should be it. They should have a role in boxing where you cannot fight a guy more than three times. Like, right. It's ridiculous. Five times? Like, I mean, who, come on, man. Who does that? Nobody. WWE. Yeah. Nobody now. I mean, like, Jake LaMotta. I mean, I'm sure... Uh, yeah. Oh, what was I reading? I was reading a little boxing history. I think Jake LaMotta and Sugar Ray, yep. they fought, um, they fought like five or five, six, six times. times. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, Bra- what, um, Bradley, we don't, we haven't talked about him as much because, well, we did a little bit here, but, you know, is Bradley overrated to you? Yes. Okay. That's, that's, the, think, go ahead. I think he's enough people to be overrated. If he was, if he was so badass, why hasn't him and Amir Khan keep? Right. He's ducked Amir Khan, I don't know, for 10 years. Yeah, he did. When they were at 140. Yeah, when they were both at 140, 135, he yep. ducked them. Yeah. Um, I, I want to I wrap this one up, really, because it's like I get the vibe from you and I both that we, yeah, whatever, Pacquiao, Bradley, too. We already know what the outcome should be and what will be because it should have happened. Because it happened in Pacquiao, Bradley, one. Um, let, let me ask you this. So you think if Pacquiao comes out ferocious and really beats the crap out of Bradley, what do you think then? Do you think Pacquiao is overrated? Do you think that he can have a good chance at beating a Floyd Mayweather, I, you tell me. I never, I never in my right mind ever said that. I would never think that Manny Pacquiao is overrated. This man, eight different classes. That's all I got to say. Eight different classes. I, I truly believe that um, to this day, right now, the biggest threat to me, to Floyd Mayweather, sorry, it, 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 was, it was Sugar Shane and it was Miguel Cotto. Um, Sugar Shane rocked Floyd, okay? Miguel Cotto gave Floyd the toughest fight of his life. And you throwing Pacquiao in that mix, I I truly believe that Pacquiao would top both of them as Floyd's toughest fight ever for the simple fact is that, um, you know, let's just call it what it is. Floyd and Manny, let's just be real, they're the same size. Miguel Cotto, Miguel Cotto, this this man, he he, you know, they may be somewhat the same size and height, but Miguel uh-huh. Miguel Cotto, he 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 got some meat on him and some muscle on him. I just don't think we saw the right Miguel Cotto. I think if we would have had the Miguel Cotto Freddie Roach combo, it'd have been it'd have been it'd have been somewhat different. Yeah, game plan would have been different. Cotto would have been doing what he should have been doing at the beginning, which is sticking to what made him the champion in the, in the, from the get-go and made him 33-0, which was horrible left hooks to that liver and body and left hooks to the dome. And I think that's what's always made Cotto the best. And yeah. I don't know, man. He can yeah. do that against Mayweather. But yeah. I think Pacquiao, man, is faster, stronger, quicker, power-punching yep. guy. Mm-hmm. And he actually can counter, too. And I, I, I just think that not only would it generate so much money, but I think that would be the best fight that we've all ever seen. Like, something yeah. of that caliber. Because there's no way that Floyd's going to be able to get away with just moving around and being defensive. He's going to have to fight against Pacquiao. Yeah. He's going to force it, so. Yep. Yeah, let's, uh, so, who wins this fight, Pacquiao, Bradley, too? We already know. We don't have to explain I, ourselves. I'm Pacquiao, man, and if I see the Bradley that came out against Bravada Cuff, I am going to say that it's going to not go any further than five rounds, in my opinion. 
And if we see the Bradley that we saw against Marquez, then I say it's going to be a UD, but I think uh, Pacquiao is going to do the more damage. Yeah, I, I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to go say, I'm going to say Pacquiao, knockout, eighth round. Yeah, yeah that's, so that's, let's yeah. let's go let's go down to your, your let's go to the next one which will be the last one on this one is um you know the Puerto Rican prince as you want to probably call him uh Miguel <laughs> Miguel Cotto he's decided to skip out on a bout with Canelo to jump uh -huh. up and do something a Puerto Rican hasn't done which is win another championship in a different class he's fighting like, yeah. Sergio Martinez um I I I'm going to start out with this. That, okay, these these guys got, they have respect for one another. I don't know if you saw the press the press and, like, the stare down. That was one vicious stare down, and I, I didn't realize how big Martinez was until he was next to Cotto. I, he kind of towered over Miguel, but you know what? That's what Miguel likes. Um, Miguel likes those guys because what does Miguel like to hit? He like to hit them sides. Them body, the body. And I know one thing for sure, dude. I've seen, uh, I've seen Martinez cringe when he's been hit with good body shots. So I know it's going to go down that day. And, and you know what? That uh, And it's funny you say that because I don't know if you remember, but I remember when Sergio Martinez fought Andy Lee. Yeah. And uh, Andy Lee blooded him. And when you said... He cringes when he gets hit on the side. That's what Andy Lee was doing. And yeah. and and the reason why a lot of people were like, well, why isn't Sergio Martinez like protecting his face when he was fighting Andy Lee? Well, duh, Andy Lee was attacking that body. And they were saying that Sergio Martinez was having his hands down. No, I think that was him protecting his sides. He was protecting that ribcage, man. Yeah. I, I just, I don't, I don't... Dude, if Miguel Cole, Freddie Rose said one thing that really, really caught on, and I felt like this is going to rejuvenate Cotto's career, because Freddie Rose said there's not really much to teach Cotto other than to get him to go back to what brought him to where he is today. Mm -hmm. And that's, he has the most powerful left hook in boxing. I don't care who it is you want to match it up to, his left hook is powerful. If you're five times bigger than that guy, you're still going to feel that left hook yep. in your limb, man. So I just think that was a good point. You know, uh, I, I kind of looked at that, too. I saw the size difference, and I'm like, wow, uh, Martinez is a lot bigger than I thought he was. Exactly. It, it really yeah. was. And um, I think Freddie Roach will have a great game plan. Um, you think about it. Freddie Roach knows Miguel Co um, I'm sorry. He knows Sergio Martinez from the Martinez-Chavez Jr. fight. Yeah. So you know... Fred is going to study. He's going to do his research. And I, we saw in the last fight with the Rodriguez-Cotto fight, um, we saw the Miguel Cotto that, that we know. You know, um, We didn't know that Miguel Cotto who fought Floyd and who fought uh, Austin Trout. We didn't know that. No, we didn't know that guy. But the reason why we didn't know that guy, Edwin, is because he didn't have Freddie Roach. No, he didn't have Freddie Roach. I think trainers do make fighters too, and I think uh, when you get the right trainer that knows someone's style and can actually expand on that, mm -hmm. I think that's a deadly mix, and I think Cotto uh, is going to be in for some good fights, man. Yeah, I I truly believe win or lose, I think Cotto's Cotto's not done, man. I I know uh -huh. I know we discussed um 
which I would like to have on one of our episodes, our good friend Chip, when we used to um go on Facebook, you know, uh he, he I think he thought for a point after Mayweather fight and after the uh Austin Trout fight, I think he kind of wrote Miguel Cotto off, which I, I, I never I never once wrote him off. He's he he's I mean, yeah, he's old in boxing age, boxing wise, but age wise He's younger than Floyd. He is younger than Floyd, and I think physically he hasn't really taken a lot of the damage that a lot of people would say. I mean, he, he, he does bleed. His skin's a little bit weak, but, you know, I, I think he if he comes out like he has been, uh, you know, and looking confident like he did against Delvin Rodriguez, and he brings out the old Miguel Cotto, that's the Miguel Cotto that's going to be champion again, and I think yeah. that's the truth, man. Mm-hmm. You know, if he loses to Martinez, it just tells me that he doesn't belong at 160. Those guys are too big. And I don't, you know? I don't understand that. Why? I mean, I understand he wants to do it for Puerto Rico. I understand he wants to do it because he's Miguel Cotto. But man, 160, dude, you I fought, just, you I fought Floyd at 154. We can wait, man. My boy Felix Trinidad, his work, his biggest problem in the demise of his, his whole. Uh, you know, uh, reign at the kingdom or the highest of the high was that he went up against me at 160, man. Like, he should have just stayed at 154 exactly. or 146 and killed it. But, no, he wanted to go up, and I think people want to move up and get different belts. You know, it's all about that, but I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see what Cotto can do, man. If he can go out and just beat Martinez convincingly, then I, I don't see an issue with him fighting the other guys right. at 160. I said... No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> I say, I say, win, win or lose. Well, we know. Uh, I, it was said at the Canelo and Gulo uh, post press conference that uh, the winner of this fight is basically got Cotto. I mean, got a uh, Canelo. Um, Canelo, yeah. I, I, and it has to be at one fifty four. I'm sorry. Um, Canelo knows it too. Canelo can't. I mean, he balloons up anyway, but. Canelo knows he can't go to 160. He knows that. The issue making weight for this Angulo fight, um, mm-hmm. he brought it up to 155, but that's still close enough to the 154 mark. Yeah. But, uh, oh, I think uh, Canelo's a bigger dude. I think 160, 168 is his max, and I think uh, a fight with Cotto would, would have been dangerous because uh, we all saw Angulo against Canelo, and Cotto is much faster than that. And he's slicker, and he can move, and he doesn't get his hit hit like Angulo was getting hit. So yeah. I, I don't think Canelo would have had the same success against Cotto. I think Cotto would have probably just embarrassed him. I, yeah, and uh, I'm sorry, but I think they're trying to bring back the the Mexico versus Puerto Rico when I say if this uh, Miguel Cotto and Canelo Alvarez fight, I'm going to just take you back. It's going to be the next Trinidad and De La Hoya. Yeah, No, because he just got um, flat out outclassed against Floyd. I'm sorry. He, he did, and the fact of the matter is, you can't even say that about Miguel. You know, you can't say no. he was just outclassed by Floyd. He, he just wasn't. He just got beat. He just got beat. He he he, beat. he he didn't stick. He didn't stick to the game plan that he said he was no. going to do. But then again, at the same time, you know, look who his trainer was, and yeah, and, Diaz, and, yeah. and and I and I told you this before. 
because you know I'm a Mayweather junkie. But I told you there was two people, two people that scared me when they when who will fight Floyd. And those two people he fought, and he, you know, Shane Mosley and Miguel Cotto. I told you when that Miguel Cotto and Floyd fight was announced, I told you I said you know what that was a big move by Floyd because remember Chip was saying Chip said I don't like this for Floyd, you know. You and and you said, I don't like Floyd, but that was a great move by Floyd. I thought I thought it was a great move for Floyd because I think he needed to pick someone like Cotto yep. of that caliber. That's an elite caliber of boxing. Like I was you shocked. Know? I was completely shocked, was shocked when he said when he. I'll never forget because you know that's when he was you know going to jail and he he announced it in court. You know mm-hmm. they said, "Do you have an opponent?" And he said, "Yes." My opponent is Miguel Cotto. I said, whoa, wait a minute. What did he just say? Mm-hmm. Miguel Cotto? I said, I said, big move right there because you know what? They were giving him crap about now him fighting Manny Pacquiao, and this could have been the yep. second best thing he could have done besides Pacquiao, which was Miguel Cotto at that time. And, and I, I just, I, I don't know what Martinez's bad taste in his mouth is about Cotto, but I mean, even Mayweather said that Miguel Cotto is a very classy person. Yep. You know, he, he showed the utmost respect. I mean, that was like the most boringest all access I ever saw. I, I, was just, I was just about to say that. I said, I was about to say that. Go ahead. He couldn't even say nothing bad about the guy. Not I mean, one. I, I, that's a... That's what I want people like Bronner to emulate is be like that, be that guy. Because that is what boxing is all about. When you when you have the utmost of respect for your opponent outside the ring, that's the truth. He uh Floyd didn't have one bad thing. Like you said, you you're expecting the Floyd Mayweather from the twenty four seven De La Hoya, twenty four seven Mosley. This man and it all started with face off. With him and Max with Max Kellerman, he he did not say one thing bad about Miguel Cotto. They were laughing. And then, yeah. do you remember the funniest thing ever? Floyd was like, he pulled out his tablet. Miguel Cotto yeah. was talking. And then Miguel said, what you doing? Floyd said, oh, I'm just checking the scores. He said, Miguel said, really? So they're laughing. He said, so how do you win? These guys, instead of talking about fighting each other, Floyd and him are talking about the bettings, yeah. the gambling. And they're laughing, you know, and... And at the same time, the only time they trash talked was the final face off. And then yep. after that, Floyd said, I don't have nothing bad to say about him. But it was just a flash face off. Of course, hey, and it, the, the tension was there. And yeah, Miguel Miguel said the exact same thing. He said, It's it's go time tomorrow. I can't be friends with him now. I mean, before, hey, I respect him, but hey, it's go time now. Yeah, this is gonna go, but I just wish it was uh, Roach in that corner, man. I think that would have made all the difference. I don't. I still don't think Cotto was gonna win, but I think he had a chance. You know, he, he had a great I, chance. I, yeah, I, I don't like the advice that Diaz was giving Cotto in the corner. I, I just didn't see that helping anything. But and when Diaz um, froze up, man, I'm sorry, he froze up in the spotlight. Uh-huh. That's what that was. That's what that was. He froze up, and. Just like every other trainer do, that's not a that's not a world class trainer. Um, Garcia did it though, so I, I like uh, I want to see. I can't wait till May third. But I, going back to Martinez Coro, I think that's gonna be epic, man. I, I just oh man, I, I'm so excited for it. Um, this at, it's at, it's at MSG, right? Madison uh, Square Garden. 
It's okay to go against your Puerto Rican prince, man. It's okay, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna go Cotto by split decision. That's uh, that's just the first segment of upcoming fights. Um, we have two more little rounds we like to call them, and those won't take long. Those are you know just quick, like fast-paced, fast round or what we think. Um, this is this is discussion round. We on this round, what we like to do is we like to just pick one fighter that we want to discuss probably about two three minutes just to discuss. A few things about them and um our today's fighter and discussion round is danny swift garcia we know that he just got done fighting last night against herrera and uh what we're going to talk about just basically his fight last night i mean we already 
talked about it a little bit in bits and pieces. To me, I think Danny Garcia shouldn't even be mentioned in the likes of Floyd Mayweather, like everybody has been saying. Um, he, he, he truly displayed that last night that he would not survive against a fighter like Floyd Mayweather. Um, or Pacquiao. Or Pacquiao. He, he wouldn't. But um, the fight last night was, like I said, I, I feel that it, was, it wasn't as much one-sided, but I truly think Herrera won that fight. And I think the only reason why Danny Garcia probably got that win is because his name is Danny Garcia. Um, and he was in Puerto Rico. They, they 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 wanted the marketing money. They wanted that Puerto Rican money. Um, yeah, she, they're talking about going back. So. No, and and um, you know, so we agreed to that. Like I said, we talked about that before. And um, the one quick one I went on to spend like probably a, a minute, a two minutes on is discussing what do you think about him when he said last night, I can't. It's hard for me to make this wait. I got to go talk to my team. Possibly moving up to 147. Um, is that a I good think, is that a good move or a bad move, and why? I think I think in his in his situation right now, I think it's a good move because right now he's the champion. Okay, and you know Amir Khan has touched on this as well, and I know you, you and me differ on Amir Khan, but Amir Khan even has said it lately that you know the reason why it was getting a little easier for him to get knocked out is because he's feeling weak at 140, even though he's feeling fast and slick and smooth. He was feeling weak, like he wasn't at his natural weight. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, you know, if he if he can prove his next fight at 147 that, you know, he doesn't have the glass jaw people think he has. And the guy's only been knocked down twice, so come on, man. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if, 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 if he can prove it, then I think that Danny Swift is, is uh, you know, touching on something that he should do. I think he should move to 157. He has a bigger physique than most. Um, and uh, I don't see it being a problem for him at all. I mean, if it's hard making 140, then move up to 147 and uh, get a little more comfortable. I mean, he ballooned to 155 last night, so yeah. um, he was pretty um, heavier than Herrera was at 152 on uh, fight night. So yeah. I think Swift should move up, but I think he should be cautious. Uh, pick, yes. pick, some, uh, pick some good opponents, but nothing that's going to be detrimental. You don't want to go in and fight someone like Keith Thurman at 147. I mean, no. lines of the rematch at 147 with Danny Garcia and Amir Khan. I think that would be a phenomenal fight if, because yeah. uh, Amir Khan's going to need to fight one more time this year, yeah. and I think both of them will be without Heyman, and they're both with Golden Boy, so I don't ever see that being a problem for Robert Schaefer, or Richard Schaefer to make. You know, that would be a good fight. That's funny yeah. that you mentioned that. Um, if, if Amir Khan can pull it off against Colazzo, we all know that Mayweather says he'll fight him in September. But yep. um, I think a good fight with uh, Danny Garcia in the future, win or lose to Mayweather for Khan, I think that'd be a great, great fight. I really, I really do too. So, like I said, that right now that would be my only thing. I think it's a great move for him to go up, but 
I think as far as picking his opponent, it all depends on the outcomes of Amir Khan. Whether yeah. if he wins, obviously we got uh, Mayweather Khan in September. Um, Yep. He has to go. He gotta go to one forty seven. There's nothing left for him to do down to one forty. He's been there for yeah. eight he's been there for eight years. There's nothing left for him to do. And in my opinion, I'm gonna just go flat out say it, man. Leave the one forty. Leave that one forty to Adrian Broner. Might as well. Might as well, man. Might as well. Ain't ain't nothing much he, he can do at one uh Broner can't do nothing at one forty seven really, so hey. If, if he's going to stick around to the end of the year at 140, then maybe yeah. why not do Hunter Garcia? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. why not do that? That would be an entertaining fight, I think. Yeah, and really. I think it would be a good test for Danny, too, to see if he can hang in there with those uh, kind of style of fighters. Because that's all that's coming up to 147 now. Uh, Last one we're going to get into is um, the prospect round. And this prospect round is what we like to call, you know, the upcoming boxers. You know, like when the likes of Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather are gone. You know, who who is going to be that one after them? And it's really going to be hard. I'm sorry. It's going to be hard because Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather are like the Muhammad Ali and, and Joe Frazier of our time. Of this era, yeah. You know, of this era. Um so this round we like to keep it short and simple. Two people like like touch base on, and um, one time Keith Thurman. This guy is undefeated. He's a welterweight, and he's got game. You know. Exactly. I like his attitude. Um, is is he? Can he be? Let's just say this: we we gotta pick at least five. We're not gonna we're not gonna name all the five on this one. But is Keith Thurman next in line? In five, think, five people. I think Keith Thurman is the truth right now, man. I really do. I mean, I've seen him coming up, do some clear water. I mean, he's sat there and sparred with the likes of someone like Jeff Lacey yeah, as a as a small teenager at fourteen years old. I mean, when you're training with someone that caliber, that young, and you're in a gym like that with those kind of guys like Winky Wright and them, mm-hmm. you know, that's a little mix of everything that you're learning. You're learning defense, so that's Winky Wright, Felix Trinidad, my guy, and and he beat him off of a defensive style. And and um, you know, when you learn from people like that, I think that makes you a better fighter. Mm-hmm. And um, Keith Thurman has all the tools, not just the power. He has little speed. He's throwing the jab. He's defensive. He can take a punch. We saw that against Asu Soto Karate. He, he got clocked and he got his composure back and stopped wobbling and then, damn, went, went to work. So, yeah. I, I think Nurse Thurman is the truth and I think he's dangerous and I don't see anyone like Floyd Mayweather wanting to fight him on mm. his way out. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. He's dangerous. Yeah, okay. So, um, Keith one time Thurman next in line um, agree or disagree and you say agree and I'm going to say agree as well um, I, I just think that 
that dude is with with he's with Golden Boy, and he's with Al Heyman. I think that's gonna be good for a young kid like him. Yeah. To um, he's deeper, man. He, everybody's talking Canelo, but I think the, this is all building up right now. I think I think the way that Golden Boy build up Canelo with you know they built him up, but they built him up marketing wise. Like he hasn't really really had those big big fights other than Mayweather and Trout, you know, but. I think they're building Keith Thurman differently. They've been putting him in there against some really tough guys. And um, I think this is all building up for a big showdown with him and Canelo. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be their two best guys going at it, man. And I I really think Thurman is going to really show that he is the man. That's the guy that's going to take boxing to the next level. Cool. Cool. Uh, Yeah, okay. And um, last one is Sean Porter, this kid won the belt by beating Devin Alexander who Sean Porter came in as a huge underdog who took this fight on short notice um yeah. he he basically destroyed Devin Alexander like I've never seen um he was just an angry hungry talent that just wanted to yeah. prove to everybody that he can fight and um yeah. he's fighting next month um under the the B Hops undercard against Pauli Malinani, um, that fight right there is going to define both of these fighters. Um, this is going to define if Pauli's over the hill, and this also is going to show if Sean Porter got what it takes. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this fight. It's it's a good style fight. For the simple fact is that Sean Porter likes to come at you like crazy, and then you got Paulie, who's smart, will somehow find a way to catch him. Yeah. Um. That's all he's doing is wanting to catch you. He doesn't. Paulie doesn't have a lot of power. No, he doesn't. But he's almost similar to Floyd, if you think about it. Yeah. He he has he has no power. But he can catch you. And when he catches you, well, if it's powerful or not, you're going to feel it. Yeah, you're still feeling it. And uh, you're still getting punched by a grown man. That's how I would like to think of it. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, you know, and uh, Pauly, Pauly's pretty slick, man. I've always liked him. So, uh, yeah. you know, he, I, I think it's a good test for Porter. Let's see if he can go in there and defeat a smart, intelligent, slick boxing kind of guy like Malinati mm-hmm. and uh, you know even if Malinati loses I don't see it really hurting him I love him on Showtime as an analyst so uh, I don't see anything going wrong for Paulie I was say yeah we know he got a job regardless yeah he's good man Paulie's good um, I think that fight with Porter is going to be a good one it's a, it's a good backup fight to fighting Alexander and like you said he, he beat Alexander and when you say he beat he beat Alexander there was no ifs and or buts about it so mm-hmm. uh you know, I don't, I don't know what's next for Alexander, but I know Porter is looking pretty good where he's in right now. So, I, right. I, I, what do you think on uh, stardom? Do you think it's a, a go or a no-go? I think it's a go. Um, he's, if you check out Sean Porter's demeanor, he's a very liking dude, man. Like, um, I don't know what fight that was, but um, when they, I think it was, you know what? It was Broner and Maidana. When they interviewed him on Showtime, um, I, 
he's a very likable dude, man. Like he he's smiling all the time. He's very respectful. He he doesn't have one bad thing to say about anybody. Um, it, it 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 could also lead up to a Thurman Porter fight somewhere down in the future. I don't I don't honestly think Porter for me. I'm gonna say no on him. I like him, mm-hmm. but I don't see him being you know upper echelon elite. You know I don't think he can hang in there with the likes of someone like a Provodnikov or mm-hmm. I don't see him going in there and doing any damage against the Reels at 147 or I don't see him hurting Amir Khan. You know that guy dubbed Amir Khan several times too. So yeah, um, you know, I don't I don't see him being that kind of fighter. I think he's gonna end up a little more like Shane Mosley, like he'll get the fights he needs to get. But yeah, I see him losing a lot of those fights too because of his size not that big, so, um, I don't know about maybe him staying, you know, a top 147, so we'll no. see him. But now he's fighting, I mean, it's going to look good for him, but I don't see that telling me that he's going to take over 147, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree, and then, you know, we've, this whole, this whole episode, we've been talking about Amir Khan a lot, I mean, this guy has a lot of options, um, mm-hmm. uh, he, well, obviously he wants, he wants the one, he wants Floyd Mayweather, but, um, whether he gets Floyd or not, regardless, I mean, if he wins on in May, obviously he's gonna get him in September. But if he he can, I feel Amir Khan can he can live without Floyd. He got a lot of choices, man, to make his name. You know. He does. He does, and I think he can take over boxing still, even with the three losses he does have. But mm-hmm. I mean, to me, I don't see, I, I don't ever see when a boxer loses as it being the end of the light at the tunnel. You know what I mean? Like I. I think sometimes you need to lose a couple to just figure out what what were you doing before then that was making me win and get back to that. And then, you know, as long as Amir Khan can come out with that same ferocious tenacity he did and do it for 12 rounds and then add that defense that Virgil Hunter likes to teach in there, then I think I think he'll have a lot of success. Yep, that's it. So, um, that was the final bill. Um, that's a wrap. And, uh, like I said, we thank you guys for tuning in for the first episode. There's going to be plenty more to come. And uh, all I can say is just stay tuned. And um, I don't know if Edwin, I don't know if you have a Twitter, but I have a Twitter. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at DreamChild21. Um, so without, with that being said, thanks for listening. And um, we'll catch y'all on the next one. Awesome, man. Yeah, stay cool out there, man. Keep watching, guys. Yeah.